Chapter Twenty One of The Lone Ranger Rides. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Lone Ranger Rides by Fran Stryker. Chapter Twenty One. An Admission from Bryant Cavendish. A close-range view of Bryant Cavendish fulfilled everything the Lone Ranger might have expected from what he had heard about him. His face looked as if it had been chopped out of a block of granite. His eyes, small, deep-set, were the coldest, hardest eyes that he had ever seen. They were the eyes of a man who would die before he would forgive a wrong, a man who had lived with hate. Bryant showed not the slightest trace of fear. Even in his undershirt he could look haughty and arrogant. He met the steady gaze of the masked man, his mouth clamped hard shut. Cavendish, began the Lone Ranger in a low but very decisive voice, I've come a long way to talk to you. There was no reply. First of all, what do you know about the murder of some Texas Rangers in Bryant's Gap? There was no change in the older man's expression. His chin lifted just the slightest bit, but he said nothing. Neither did he nod or shake his head. "'There are men working for you who are wanted by the law,' continued the Lone Ranger. Six Texas Rangers went through the gap to arrest men you know as Sawtell, Rangoon, Lonergan, and Lombard. Those Rangers were ambushed. Did you know that?' Cavendish spoke. His voice was scarcely more than a whisper, but the intensity of it, the suppressed emotion that was dripping from his words, seemed to make the ends of the masked man's nerves vibrate. "'You,' he said, "'get!' "'Not yet, Cavendish. We have a lot of things to talk about.' The Lone Ranger moved nearer to the flint-faced Bryant and sat down, facing the open window, with his back against the door. "'There's a renegade army of bandits across the border. They've been buying Cavendish-brand cattle. That in itself has been handled in a perfectly legal manner. The cattle have been sold on this side of the border. There's another angle to it, however. Ranches surrounding your basin land have been struck by thieves.' A lot of cattle have been stolen, and several men have been murdered. These assaults have been generally blamed on Ricardo's renegades, but that hasn't been the case. Ricardo has bought your cattle, and the stolen cattle have been herded into your basin. The Lone Ranger paused. It looked as if Cavendish were about to speak. He trembled a little as he said, For the last time, stranger, get! "'Not yet, Cavendish. I'll tell you some more. The stolen cattle are taken into the basin by a trail that comes straight down one side of Thunder Mountain. Once in the basin, the cattle are treated to a running iron and the brand changed to one of the many brands that are registered in your name. Circle Bar stock is changed to the Eight Box. Lazy S becomes the Eight on One Side. I could go on with many other brands you've registered, brands that can be made out of the marks on stolen cattle. 
the newly branded stock is held in the basin until the scars heal over then it is taken out through the mountain trail while the other stock is brought in now you realize that i'm aware of what's going on bryant's agitation could never have been caused by fear therefore it must have been an anger that was almost consuming him the lone ranger's voice became sharper as he went on driving home every point emphatically he himself was angry the stolid manner of bryant the refusal to acknowledge that he even heard the masked man's statements called for willpower that was almost incomprehensible in the face of the cold facts in connection with the cattle stealing you furnished a haven for any outlaws who wanted to hide there i don't know how you contacted all those fugitives but it was managed somehow they learned that texas rangers had been sent for so they ambushed those men if others go there they will either meet the same fate or find a perfectly innocent-looking ranch while the wanted men hide in the mountain retreat am i right bryant cavendish spoke again if you're right what are you going to do about it you have a niece a girl named penelope mention of the girl's name brought a quick reaction bryant's hard jaw shot forward and he snapped you leave her out of this i'm sorry but i can't leave her out it's for her that i'm speaking she has always trusted you cavendish in spite of everything she saw the type of men you hired the trail on thunder mountain in spite of the murder of the texas rangers that girl has believed in you she would never have believed you capable of leading a gang to steal the cattle that ricardo and his men did not dare to steal and selling them to him at a low enough price so that he could resell at a profit on the other side of the border you asked what i'm going to do i'm going to ask you to help put thieves in jail and send murderers to pay in full you're an old man cavendish at best you have but a few years left and after that what is there for penelope who is going to take care of that girl when you're gone would you leave her to the mercies of those cousins of hers or the killers like sawtell and lombard i'll lay my cards right out on the table i can't at the present time do anything that's why i've come to you there must be something that's turned you from an honest man to this what is it tell me and let me help you straighten things out tell me who has a hold over you who's making you do these things the lone ranger drew a folded paper from his pocket and spread it on the table before bryant cavendish his eyes were fixed on cavendish who seemed to be waging an inward battle for composure cavendish glanced at the paper then at the lone ranger this the masked man said is a document that lonergan drew up it has a place for your relations to sign their names and when they do so they accept a certain consideration from you and agree that when your will is ready they i know all about that snapped bryant 
"'That's what I was uncertain about. Your signature isn't required on this, and it would have been a simple matter for Lonergan to have written it and had your relative sign, without your knowledge.' Cavendish showed more of an inclination to talk. "'It's legal, ain't it?' he asked, as if there were some doubt in his mind. "'It is legal.' "'That's all I want to know.' "'You wanted it prepared?' "'Sure.' "'But there must be a will, your will, with your signature. That would have to be left to name the people who inherit all your land.' "'There's a will, too, all signed and witnessed.' Bryant pushed himself to his feet and stood above the seated masked man. "'I never explained nothin', he barked. "'I never asked for help or favors, and I never will. "'When the time comes that I can't handle my affairs, "'I'll be ready to lie down and die. "'I don't know how you got that paper.' but you're going to hand it to me right now. It's mine, and I'll have it. You won't explain a thing, repeated the Lone Ranger. You heard me. The masked man rose and turned to face the other squarely, taking his eyes away from the window to do so. I hoped, he said, that we might work together, but you won't have it that way. If you're sure this paper is just the way you want it, the Lone Ranger broke off when a shot crashed into the room from a gun beyond the window. Bryant Cavendish gasped, then staggered back, clutching with both hands at his broad chest. He stumbled and fell across the bed. The Lone Ranger's gun leaped up while the masked man sprang to the window. He saw a man's form running fast. It was too dark in the shadows to determine much about the fugitive, but it was obvious that it was he who had fired the shot at Bryant. The Lone Ranger's gun barked, and a silver bullet flew. The running man spilled forward, rolling from his own momentum. There was a hammering upon the door. Men's shouts demanded to know what the shooting was about. The Lone Ranger holstered his gun. Ignoring the yells and shouts outside the room, he bent over the wounded man. Bryant still breathed, but his pulse was ragged and his eyes were closed. Another instant, and those outside would smash the door and force their way inside. To be found there masked, with Cavendish shot, and one bullet gone from his own gun, would mean the certain capture and probable lynching of the Lone Ranger. He had no choice. He lifted Bryant Cavendish and carried him toward the window. The dead weight of the unconscious man was too much for the Lone Ranger, in his fatigued and weakened condition, to handle quickly. He rested his burden on the window sill, then whistled sharply once. The whistle brought renewed shouting from the men beyond the door. Their cries were wild and unorganized. Some cried to the world at large. "'Bust in! Bust down the door! Don't let him out! He's in there! I heard him!' These and other cries were mixed with shouts of warning and advice. "'Don't you try to get away! We got you trapped!' 
Come out and surrender, or we shoot to kill. If only the door and the bolt would withstand the assault of the first few blows. Silver was coming fast, racing toward the window where the masked man waited. The big stallion clattered close and whinnied shrilly while the men in the hall yelled new suggestions. "'He's got a hoss outside. Get around to the winder. I hear a hoss. There's a whole gang of them in there.' In a moment Bryant was thrown across the saddle. The masked man leaped behind him as a shattering blow shivered the door and the wall that supported it. "'Come on, Silver!' the Lone Ranger called. He couldn't leave the vicinity just yet. There was one thing of which he must make certain. He rode to the man he'd shot. Leaping from the saddle, he found the wounded man quite conscious, but in pain from a bullet in the fleshy part of his thigh. "'Not serious,' he muttered. "'You'll be all right as soon as—' he broke off with a gasp of surprise. This man's bullet wound was slight, but the man was dying. There was another weapon, a knife of the sort that can be easily thrown. All that showed was the handle, sticking straight out from the back of the stranger's neck. It took but an instant for the Lone Ranger to visualize what had happened. This fugitive, Having fired point-blank at Bryant Cavendish, had raced on foot to reach a clump of trees. Perhaps his horse was waiting there, perhaps a trusted friend. This friend, or someone else within the shelter of the trees, had thrown the knife after the Lone Ranger's shot had dropped the man, probably to seal his lips with death. Whatever the purpose of the murder, the man in the ground would never talk. It was little short of miraculous that he had lived at all after taking the knife in such a vital place. The Lone Ranger could do nothing. The man slipped into unconsciousness, with death a few seconds away. Meanwhile, the Lone Ranger was in danger. Yelling, shouting men were charging, some on foot and some on horseback from the rear of the hotel. There was no time for thought or planning. The only important thing right now was escape. The Lone Ranger leaped and shouted, "'Hi-o, Silver!' The stallion lunged ahead while bullets buzzed too close. Leaning low over the strong neck of Silver, the masked man clung to Bryant Cavendish, now, he thought, those men will not only think I've shot Cavendish, but shot and killed that other man as well. He slapped Silver on the neck. Old boy, he cried, from now on we've got to travel fast. If they catch us, it'll mean a lynching. End of chapter 21